lovers. It's your girl, Sarah B. here, ready for another podcast. Kind of. Um, I didn't have an espresso before I came in today. I did not. I had a, a very uh, sleepy Monday. Um, I went to see a movie very late last night, which started off my Monday with a kind of a crash. And uh, I took a two-hour nap after I got off of work, which I've been trying to get out of the napping habit. Habit. <laughs> It pulls me down a little bit and makes my moods a little worse, makes me a little grumpier, more irritated, and can kind of bring me down into like a little bit of a depression if I'm anywhere near one. So napping for me is not the greatest, especially because I can't wake myself up either. It's like people always say, oh, 20-minute naps, that's where it's at. How does anyone nap for 20 minutes? That's what I want to know. Like, I, I can't figure that out. Like, if you can do that, like, props to you. I remember when I worked on cruise ships, I, I'm finally master that because that was all you could sleep basically <laughs> like oh you have 20 minutes this is a this is a win today in my 15 hour schedule but now back on land I was like I, I don't think I'll ever get back to that again nope I I do I love my two and three hour naps and I definitely took a two hour nap today so I'm feeling a little bit uh like I'm on delay right now <laughs> but we will get there I'm drinking a little little coca-cola ultimate limited edition not very good I recommend buying one before you buy the entire 12 pack like I did Anywho, um, we are here nonetheless doing a wonderful episode of the Sarah B Show. And today we're going to talk about uh, one of my most favorite and least favorite thing, trolls. <laughs> my most favorite being, you know, trolls like in Norway or Norwegian, as I very stupidly said a long time ago when I didn't know that uh, Norwegians were from Norway. I literally said, are Norwegians from Norwegia? Actual quote from me <laughs> many, many years ago before I ever even started to travel. Shocking, I know. See, travel does good for everyone. But anyway, no, we today are going to be talking about the internet trolls and all the fun stuff that comes along with that. Also, um, just wanted to give a quick shout out to everyone that sent me happy birthday wishes. Uh, my birthday was so much fun. I had the best time. Um, I've had the same party basically at the same place for like the last four years uh just with a different theme every year and this year as you guys know was under the sea so yeah it was it was a really good time I I mermaided it up I still haven't posted a whole lot of pictures I really need to do that karaoke was done gifts were given um I saw lots of old friends and family shout out to Mark who I uh, drunkenly told my cousin uh that I get very nervous every time I do a podcast episode because I always imagine he's listening and I'm like I don't want him to hear me say these things (laughs) Anyway, um, so yeah, it was really good to see everyone. I had a great night. Definitely had a lot to drink. Um, you know, the night gets very blurry uh, towards the end of the evening on how everything went. But it was a total hit. My mom worked her ass off for it and really, you know, put things together. The cake by Amanda Duval, shout out. Cakes by Amanda was unbelievable. Um, if you guys want to see that, you can go to my Instagram at Sarah B. Morgan. Posted pictures there. She needs an Instagram. Every cake maker needs an Instagram just so I can go follow them and look at pictures of cake all day. That's really why. But I love cake. I love it. So, uh, yeah, it was a great time. Once again, thanks for all the happy birthday wishes. Y'all absolutely made my day. It was like a week-long celebration, I swear to God. <laughs> I even went to my to dinner with my family over the weekend for one more last, like, happy birthday, Sarah, since my dad was able to go after his surgery. So I officially think I'm sick of celebrating my own birthday. Like, <laughs> I never thought I'd say that. But I am. But either way, we're going to get into something less fun <laughs> to talk about, and that is Trolls. <laughs> All right, we'll see how this goes. This could be a short episode, and let me tell you why. I, uh, I've i been wanting to do this episode for a little while because I think it's important to talk about. I think trolls make a lot of people feel worse than they even want to admit, and I 
I'm just guessing that because that's the case with me. Trolls really affect me highly. And I know everybody's different. Everybody has different uh, levels of thickness of skin and whatnot. Some people let things roll off their back like little ducks when the water hits it. Um, And some people don't. Some people let it stick you straight to the bone, to your core. And that is me, Sarah B. I let it affect me big time. Shocking. I know. Shocking. Uh, Let me be real with you. I literally plan to do this episode and before I went to go take my nap I was like okay I have an hour here to get some things done I haven't I still haven't opened all my gifts or gone through everything from my birthday party that was one thing I, I still didn't get to that today um I'm bad at this stuff <laughs> I really need like a like I don't even think an assistant I need a manager I need somebody to control me and be like do this now now do this you must uh I, I maybe I have ADHD like my mom Okay, speaking of that, thanks to everyone for all the nice messages about her. I'll read some of y'all's messages and stuff at the end. But she had so much fun, and you guys have been nothing but kind to her and uh, thought it was hilarious. So thank you for all of that. And speaking of ADHD, I just went so off left field here. Um, It's fine. It's fine. So anywho, I was sitting there for an hour, and I was like, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to go through and find some troll comments because that was the whole point of this. I was going to read some of the mean comments I get randomly and shout their name out, even though I don't want to give them like a stage or anything. But, you know, sometimes it's fun to do that. And then everybody goes and attacks the trolls, which two wrongs don't make a riot. So I have very mixed feelings about all this, y'all. It's just my head is so jumbled about it. But as I was sitting there to start going through stuff, I got like a lot. (laughs) This sounds like such a pussy thing to so many people probably like anxiety. That ain't real. I got a lot of anxiety just like having to go look for mean comments like I hate that stuff just to dive right into it let's just let's just get into it so this is the thing I get a lot of comments in a day right working in radio working in entertainment I get like hundreds sometimes thousands of comments in a day like whether on all my social medias on public comments on you know private messages on emails I I get a lot of people hitting me up and I can get seriously hundreds hundreds of compliments Nice comments, sweet things being said or done. I can get literally one mean comment in a day of hundreds of nice ones. And that is the one that sits with you. It hurts. It cuts you deep. It's the one you think about. You can have the people saying the nicest thing, just pouring their guts out to you, saying sweet stuff. And that one mean one, it could mean nothing. It could be the dumbest comment ever. Like, your nose looks like a sweet potato. Like, or something. (laughs) Dude, that sounds good right now. I love sweet potatoes. Anyway. That could happen, and that's the one that sticks with you. Like Again, it doesn't have to make sense. It, it might not even relate to you, but it will stick to you, or at least with me. That's how I am, and I hate that. I really, really hate that. Like It should be positivity that wins. Everybody's like, we're trying to promote spreading positivity and kindness and love and laughter, but then we, we dwell on these mean, negative things, and I just I hate it. And even worse than that, I know that I barely get it. You know, I work, a, I work in radio, and do a podcast. So I'm in entertainment, but it's not like I'm some giant famous actress or celebrity or, you know, musician or whatever. And like, sometimes I'll go on their sites or see a picture or video they post and I start scrolling and even on their personal like social media. And there are some mean, mean comments on there too. And I feel a little guilty because it kind of makes me happy (laughs) to be like, oh, thank God I'm not the only one. Like even these like amazing supermodels and, and, you know, super famous, really talented people deal with this too. And it shouldn't make me happy. It should not make me happy. I don't want anybody to have to deal with that. You know, these people definitely go through and read some of that stuff. You know, they do. I don't know. But just to know that, again, it's always worked for me, that know that I'm not alone in this does make me happy. And 
It just sucks. Like, why does that have to be a thing? Like, why do there have to be trolls? And it brings you to the question of, like, has this always been this way? Have there always been trolls? Or is the internet responsible for this? I mean, I know there have been bullies. Is troll the new bully? It's just a new term that's, like, evolved. A troll is an online bully. It kind of seems that way, right? And then the internet and social media has kind of given them, like, a platform, like, a worldwide, like, universal platform to just, like, bully everyone. I mean, I definitely had my share of bullies growing up. Fourth, fifth grade, I remember girls were so mean to me. I developed very early. Mm-hmm. I got, a, like, I think I was a B or a C cup in fifth grade or fourth grade. I remember one day my, I had to wear a bra early, and I was very upset about it because no other girls were wearing bras that I knew of. And my mom was like, you need one. And I'm like, of course I do. This just sucks. I was like, can't I wear large T-shirts with nothing under them? She's like, you need a bra. And I remember, this is how like, much this sticks out. It was like fourth grade. I was wearing, oh my God, this freaking outfit. Thanks, mom, by the way. Um, it was wearing like a turtleneck. I was a white turtleneck that was like really tight. And I had a bra on with it. And I had on, oh, what are the swishy pants? There's sweatpants, and then there's like... Sweatpants are the soft ones, but I'm talking about the swish, swish, swish ones, like the tracksuits almost. They were like bright purple swish, swish, swish pants. And I was wearing those like up to my freaking like, like high-waisted. What an outfit. But anyway, I wore that and you could see the bra through it. Obviously, it was a white shirt, but it wasn't anything. It was like fourth grade. And I remember I came back to my desk after recess. And one of the girls, and I remember exactly who it is, and she's changed a lot and seems really great. So, you know, kids are kids. I won't say her name. Um, <laughs> but she and, like, two or three of her, like, girlfriends had left a note on my desk saying, we can see the cotton balls, basically accusing me of stuffing my bra. And that was the most absurd thing ever to me because I'm like, who does that? Who would stuff their bra? Like, genuinely, I was, I hated having boobs. I hated it. I thought it was, like, a curse. Everyone made fun of me. I was self-conscious of it. You know, of course, like now it's something and, you know, you get older and every girl's like, I wish I had that. But I didn't want that. It was a literal curse to me. So the fact that like they thought I was stuffing it because I wanted that when I would give anything to not have that and not have to wear a bra was ridiculous to me. And I just remember bawling. So like, you know, you get bullied your whole life and then you <laughs> you become an adult to get away from that. And then you have the Internet. So then all the people who can't bully anybody else anymore and now on here bullying the world, you know, and people that they could never get to work at the time of day from. Man, I'm just like working through this here. This is like, again, I love my podcast. It's like a therapy session for myself. It's much cheaper than therapy. But yeah, so I uh, I get mean comments on everything. I, again, I have a Facebook, I have Instagram, I have Twitter. Twitter, I don't really post too very much. Instagram and Facebook are the two I use the most. I will say I use my personal Facebook mostly. My um, quote-unquote fan page or public Facebook page kind of is just like remnants of my Instagram. Anytime I post a picture, video, story, anything to Instagram, it just double posts to my fan page. And, I, and I've actually been trying to go on there and monitor it some um, more as well. Instagram used to be my happy place, but now I've uh, started turning comments on. I'm sorry, off. I've started turning comments off when I leave like a post on there. I've been doing mostly stories, but anytime I do a post, I will turn the comments off because there's always at least one like a-hole or mean person on there. I'm so proud of my boyfriend. I love John and I love posting pictures of us, but there's so many guys on there that are just so, and it's always men. It's always men that say mean things about him and it pisses me off. And, and most of it is really racist. And that's the stuff that gets to me. You can sit there and talk crap about me all day. You can point at my body. You can say I'm ugly. You can say I'm fat. But when you talk crap about my boyfriend, especially if it's some racist stuff, oh my God, nothing gets me more mad than that. 
And like the worst part is like <laughs> that literally brings me down so much. It will ruin my day to the point of like John never sees that. He hates social media. He doesn't get on for these reasons really, except to look at nerdy stuff and movie stuff. And we send each other reels, and that's about it. But he'll notice. He'll like genuinely notice that something's wrong with me, and I like try not to tell him. And when I do, he could care less. Like he thinks it's funny. It really does not bother him, but it does for me. And I'm like, but they said this about you. And he's like, F them. They're just mad because they can't have you. Like, he has such a good attitude about it all. And I just, I can't. I cannot get past it. So, if especially if I post something about John and I, I'll turn the comments off. Like, it's just awful. People are just really mean. Um, and so, I, it was really hard for me to go through and try to find comments that are mean. And I know they're there. I know they're there. And there is part of me that gets embarrassed about this. Like, I would go through and see these comments, and I wouldn't want everybody else to see people being mean to me because it's like, oh. And, and that's a problem I've always had my entire life, and even now especially, that I want everyone to like me. And that's just like, that's unheard of. That's not even possible. And that's a that's a total like mental health issue. Like, I don't need everyone to like me, but I want it. And, and John is always telling me that, like, not everyone's going to be a fan of yours. You, you can't have it every way you can't please everyone all the time you just have to be yourself and not worry about it but I have such I'm such a people pleaser I I just really want everyone to like me so it's it's rough it's really rough when I go on there and see some mean comments especially when I feel like I'm a gen like you know general in general I'm a pretty good person I I try to do nice things for people I'm really nice to everyone and I feel like it just like hurts when I have people say mean things to me and about me. And I'm like, you don't even know me. And I literally have not even said anything mean. I've not done anything mean. Like, where is this negative energy and, and anger coming from? And that's when people tell you it's more about them than you. They're miserable. They have a bad life at home. Something bad is happening to them. They have trauma. And they're taking it out on you because they think your life is great. And they want to bring you down with them huh, I just feel like I came full circle there. That kind of makes sense because I'm always like, oh, it makes me feel better when people are dealing with the same stuff I am. So maybe that's what they want, to bring you down to their level so they're not alone. I don't know. Either way, it really sucks. Uh, but like I said, I was going to go look at comments and I started getting like upset about it and like not really wanting to see these comments. <laughs> I can bring up some that I kind of remember. I remember John and I went to a Dia de los Muertos uh, parade and dressed up, you know, did the whole face paint. He wanted to do that, and it was fun. We did it together, and somebody went on there and started talking some racist stuff. Somebody was like, wow, I can't believe you went to that cultural appropriation. I'm like, I went with my boyfriend, who's Mexican. Like, people just troll about the dumbest things, and I did find some today, and this is the weird stuff, too. So here's another thing that happens, especially in this industry. Somebody will talk so much crap to you, But then the first time you go on there and say something or stand up for yourself or even say anything, they get like completely defensive and they're like, I was just kidding. Wow. Way to not be able to take a joke. Like, and turn it on you immediately. And, and okay, I'm going to read some a couple that I found today. And these are just a couple because I stopped because I was really actually getting upset about this, which is so dumb and weird. But I was. For example, last week I posted about my mom and I's podcast. And one guy gets on there and I want to say his name. He says, Shut the fuck up, bitch. He put the abbreviation STFUB. And then commented again, Sarah B. And then commented again, joking, I love you. So it's like, what is that? What is that? Like, why why even get on and say, shut the F up, bitch? Like, why? How is that funny to anyone? 
are you just trying to get me to notice you because I don't comment to a lot of people often? Is that what it is? Like, I don't know. So I know this guy's going to read this because he listens and he'll be like, oh, it's just kidding. Or, you know, why don't we have thin skin? Like, I, I know it's going to be something like that. But like, who does that? Like, are you supposed to like just let that roll off? Is that supposed to be funny? I don't know. Like, you guys tell me. I have no idea. It's very strange. <laughs> Here's another one. I posted a, a different podcast a couple weeks ago. And this guy comments on a lot of my stuff and is really nice. And he posted, great show. I love you, you stupid bitch. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I, I try to understand sometimes because I know I do work, you know, on the Lex and Terry show, which is a very, like, funny comedy show. We, you know, talk crap to each other all the time. They used to talk crap to people all the time. They still do more than, you know, me and other people on the show. But it's a, it's a show based on that. So maybe it's just tough love. And I, I feel like sometimes people feel like they can relate to us. Like, they feel like they know us from being on that show. So it's like, oh, hey, I can be like this with you, too. So when you see it from a stranger, it's weird, but they might think it's totally normal. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But this is the kind of stuff just from today, and this is stuff I've posted in the last week or two. This is the kind of stuff I get. Another thing, I get a lot of DMs, like a lot of DMs from guys. And I feel like this always like sounds like a brag, but it's really not. It's not a good thing. So my Instagram folder, I'll go look at it right now, actually, so I can um, get it correct. I go to my messages here. I have an all. I have primary folder. I have general folder. And I have request folder. And in these, I have literally, literally thousands thousands of messages from people trying to to message me and you can't unless like I follow you or I'm friends with you but I have so so many here and I can't keep up with it I mean it would take me literally 24 hours a day to like try to go through and read all of these messages I just can't do it and I have men that get mad that I don't respond to them like genuinely get mad we did a um like a Lexentary Q&A before, like a few months ago. And this one guy went through and asked everyone a question. It was four people or whatever. So he asked like all the guys really good questions, like normal questions. And then it gets to me and it's like, hey, Sarah, go through your DMs and answer me sometime, okay? I know you say you never do that, but you need to. And I started trying to talk and he talked over me. No, go through your DMs. You need to answer your people. And that was it. It wasn't a question for me. It was a telling me what I need to do with my messages. Like, bro, really? Like that, that, oh, God, that rubbed me the wrong way. Just obviously I'm still thinking about it. I still remember it word for word. And every time I talk about it, it irks me and fires me all the way back up again. No, bro, I don't have to do shit. <laughs> I don't have to go through crap. I don't ever have to answer you. And I feel like that's where a lot of the trolling comes from, too, is a lot, a lot of guys will troll women that do not respond to them. And that is one of my biggest pet peeves. And this has like been shown everywhere. There's so many girls that post these messages like on social media to give an example. And it is so true. A guy will sit there and comment on all of your stuff. Oh, God, you're so hot. Oh, God, I wish I wasn't married. Oh, God, I would do anything to be able to date you. And then your messages, too. It'll be have message after message. Hey, sweetheart. Good morning, sexy. What you doing? Are you up? You know, all this stuff. And then you finally, they get upset after so long of you not answering to their disgusting messages that they start trolling you you're not even that pretty anyway nobody wants you you're so full of yourself like what a freaking awful thing what a what an awful process i just i hate it i really do i really do man it's just it's the world the world is a messed up place be really funny if somebody walked by right now and like saw me in here just like like raging by myself in the studio 
Uh, and then I'm going to go. I talked about this comment before, and this is literally 10 years ago. It happened. I posted a picture. Actually, you know what? I wonder if I could go back and screenshot this. I, I know that picture is still up on my Instagram from like 10 years ago. But I dressed up as like as a Robin, like Batman and Robin, like a girl Robin, just a little red dress with the little Robin logo and a little yellow cape and my little mask. And I was like, you know, doing like my guns and posted a picture. And I had all these really nice comments which you don't think about, or even like, those don't sit with you, right? The really nice people, those don't sit with you. But the one mean one, and it wasn't even that mean. It was just weird. He's like, hot, I guess, but your elbows are way too pointy for me. Oh, oh. Well, then what am I going to do with my life, random guy on the internet? My elbows are too pointy for you. I can't get into bed with you. You're not going to wet me because my elbows are too pointy. I might as well jump off a building then. Like, what? Who cares what you think, bro? Like, I'm going to stab you with these bad boys. Anyway, that's been 10 years ago, and that comment still sticks with me. And when people ask me about trolls and this and that, I always bring up that damn elbow comment. I even brought it up Saturday night with family. So I don't know. I have an issue that this stuff really sits with me. And the funny thing is, like, I actually really do have pointy elbows. And I really did talk about this Saturday with my brother, who also we found out has pointy elbows. And we we figured out it might just be a gene. So I'm going to blame my mother. I'm blaming my mother on the pointy elbows. Biatch. Anyway. Yeah, pointy elbows, it happens. Uh, and Teco makes fun of me all the time for my elbows now. And I think I think he's trying to like make it lighthearted and not make me dwell and be that upset about that comment from 10 years ago. But uh, he calls them weapons. So anytime I like raise my arm up or get close to him, he's like, whoa, 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 get those weapons away from me, which is like hurtful, but also very funny. So anywho, these are the kind of things that happen. <laughs> And lastly, um, a really bad troll story. So these are all kind of not lighthearted ones, but stuff nobody wants to deal with. Just mean, mean people. I I struggled with weight loss, by the way, for a while, too, like a long time. You know, I I started Lex and Terry, the Lex and Terry show, when I was 22, and I was 130 pounds. And I would weigh every day and be like, I gained two pounds. I lost two pounds. Like, who cares? God, what I would not give, what I would give to be like 130 again. Like, are you kidding me? I never worked out. I ate whatever I wanted, and I stayed a solid 130. Like, I looked great. But that's also being like, you know, early 20s. Uh, And then I discovered alcohol and, uh, you know, working the hours of like four in the morning to like 10 a.m. And so I would get up at 3 a.m. And everything just happened real fast. I gained so much weight. I think I gained, um, I got up to 170 at that point. So, yeah, I gained 40 pounds. And even then, I was 170. I was like 25 or something, 24, 170. And I got so many hate comments. Like anything I'd post, like, you're fat, you're disgusting, you have Canadian bacon back. Actually, that was the producer on the show I worked on who always uh, made fun of my weight as well, even though he was like 300 pounds, but still made fun of me. Man, life is just weird. (laughs) Life is so weird. Anywho, I used to get a lot of fat stuff, so that, you know, developed a lot of body consciousness and I'm still so weird about it I I now in total have dropped like 32 pounds or something which I'm really proud of I feel great I feel like I look great I'm starting to get like that confidence back a bit and I'm really trying to like love myself I'm trying so so hard and it's really hard for me to post pictures you know and it's not like I need anybody's approval but I feel like I do but it's, it's something I'm working through and I've I've worked through it really well, and I've still got a lot to do and uh, a long way to go, but I'm getting there. So let me get into this last uh, troll awful story, and then we'll read some positive comments we got, and then I'll tell you about what next week's episode is about. So here we go. So basically, um, about a year ago, 
something really bad happened. I was at work one morning on the Lex and Terry show, and it was like 4.30, 5.30 in the morning, and I got a message from my, I'll just say a family member's family member. <laughs> it's not related to me, but I know them. And they were like, basically uh, slid in my DMs, which I read because we're friends. <laughs> and they said that somebody had been messaging well, at first, it was kind of a threat. They're like, you need to be careful what you say on the radio. You don't know how it can affect other people. I'm like, what? Who? I haven't talked to you in, like, years. Like, wh- what is this about? Well, it turns out I'm struggling because I don't want to say who this actually happened to uh, to make it even to dig up old past skeletons or whatever. But basically, a troll had messaged a very close family member of mine a bunch of stuff. And this person had a fake name, very fake. It was like a sexual fake name, a fake profile picture, no friends on any of their profiles. And they followed a bunch of like cam girls and porn stars. So, you know, that's like your typical like fake troll recipe. Who knows who this person could have been? But it turns out uh, they messaged this person a lot of stuff and it was all All of it was lies. They messaged them a bunch of bad stuff that supposedly I said about them on the Lex and Terry show, which some of the stuff was said, but it was not by me. I've never said one bad word about this person. And uh, they told them I said all this stuff. They brought up stuff that I've actually talked about doing with my family members. So it made it seem legit and valid. And they believe this family member actually believed it. I was like in full panic mode. Um, I went and called this person during our commercial breaks. They didn't answer. I left them a message crying, explaining everything. They didn't care. Uh, and then I also found out that this uh, same troll had messaged my boyfriend. <laughs> A couple of times um, saying some really disturbing, awful stuff, calling me a whore, saying I'm just like my whore mother. Uh, I cheat on him all the time and I talk about it on the air. Just all these lies. It was all it was all lies and it was bad stuff. Now, the one positive I got out of this was that they had actually messaged my boyfriend months ago. He never said a word like what guts does that take? Can you imagine if me? I, I would say girls, not all the girls are the same. But for me, if somebody messaged me saying your boyfriend cheated on you, he was talking about it, blah, blah, blah. I would, oh my God, I would flip out. I would go to him immediately like, did you do this? Like, you know, I, it's not like I'd be mean to him or like, but I would be worried. I'd be like upset. Like I would go to him a hundred percent for answers. But John literally got this message and knew knew that this guy was full of S and trusted me enough to not even bring it up to me because he knew it was fake. He trusted me. And then he also didn't want me to hear any of the bad stuff that this person said about me or my family. Like what a freaking, like that is a man, right? That is like the most like attractive thing that John has ever done just to like not bring that up. I was like, it takes a lot for a person to date somebody in an entertainment industry anyway. And then me working in like a men's morning show and having an OnlyFans and doing all this stuff. He puts up with a lot. And to like not even bring that up was just such a like ace move to me. I just thought that was the most attractive, like grown up, like awesome thing ever. So aside from that, John will never get this praise because he won't listen. So sucks for him, huh? <laughs> anyway, so that happened. But long story short, uh, it, it caused a lot of turmoil and... The person it was said about, the family member, the very close family member, uh, didn't believe me. And they cut me off. And basically, uh, the closest family member to me, the second closest maybe, (laughs) stopped talking to me completely because of this person stopping talking to me out of respect. They completely cut off contact with me. So I didn't hear from them for a very long time. I'll say it was my brother who cut me off. And it was months that I didn't get to hear from him or talk to him. And I understand, I understand where this person was coming from. 
getting these messages like that, hearing these things when you never asked for any of this. You're not in the entertainment industry. You don't want to be talked about. Like, you never expected any of this. And this massive amount of hate comes and just blindsides you. I I, I can't even imagine. Because, again, I've dealt with this for so long, and I still can't deal with it. So to not ever having been able to, like, deal with that and not wanting to, I genuinely can't even imagine it. It was a really rough time for me. That was, like, probably the hardest I've ever had to deal with anything. And I've always been very open and honest and completely, like, vulnerable and translucent about me, my life, everything on the air. And you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be. I've had a lot of people, including my bosses um, at the Lex and Terry show, tell me that that's so refreshing. They're like, you're so refreshingly you. And that's what makes a good broadcaster. That's what makes somebody succeed and excel in this industry because it's so real. It's all genuine. But at the same time, it shows how much you can get hurt and mess with when you're so open and share so much. So that was a, definitely a weird thing for me. It made me take a step back and be like, I need to probably monitor um, and screen a little more what I'm putting out there. Um, and I, it's been a, a work in progress. It'll be like I'll go weeks without like sharing anything personal. And then like one day I'll be like <laughs> word vomit for an hour. And now I'm like, oh, well, there goes everything I didn't talk about the last few weeks. Like it's, it's really hard for me because I am an open book. I always have been. But anyway, needless to say, that troll completely ruined my family life for quite a while. Um, you know, I had my mom on my side, obviously. And Al Teco or John was on my side um, and eventually things got fixed and you know it took a long time but things are pretty much back to normal now uh, which makes me really happy family is so important to me like so so important and that was a really rough time I will say I think I figured out who the troll exactly was the purse I had a very close friend who was um, going through a divorce <laughs> and basically she was like I don't think it would be my current soon-to-be ex-husband but if it was like you know I'll ask him about it so she asked me about it. he's like oh god no I would never do that I hope she's okay and then immediately uh, like right after that because she told him that the police were getting involved the profile magically was deleted that had been there for like a year hmm interesting <laughs> either way it is gone uh, and that troll has not come back knock on wood yet but uh it was a really it just shows you how like dangerous people can really be how like it goes past just being mean comments and and people needing to grow thicker skin it, it, it can be a lot more deep and a lot more dangerous than that and the last thing i'm going to say about this is i hate this this is, i even talked about trolls like last week on on the lex and terry show and somebody made a comment like you need to get thicker skin no, 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 I don't, actually. I really don't. Like, what kind of exciting world would this be if everybody thought the same, if everybody felt the same? And, like, we are human, right? Like, everybody feels different. We have people that are more emotional. We have people that are more funny. We have people that are, like, stones. But, like, who wants everybody to be like that? Like, what's the fun if everybody is so rock hard because you have to be to survive a day in this freaking world? Like, what? why would we want that? no. No, I don't need thicker skin. Maybe you should not be such an asshole. How about that? Why don't we try to be a little freaking kinder? Because, God, this world is hard enough to deal with without everyone being a complete and total jerk to each other. So maybe, like, take that. Like, let's 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 take a deep breath and just remember that everybody is dealing with their own personal demons and all of their own bullshit. So let's take time to just be kinder to one another, right? Like... Why not? The, the only thing that can come from that is positive things and, and happiness and smiles and laughter. The only thing that can come from being nicer and more positive is good. So let's just try to like remember that. I know I'm going to try to personally remember that. Like Every day, just try to bring a little bit more kindness into this world because God knows it can use it. 
all right. Now, <laughs> I feel a lot better. Let's get some positive comments in here, like some you know messages from people. Um, I just want to give a shout out to Mike, who uh, sent in the massive box of all the Cards Against Humanity stuff. Uh, it is so awesome. I cannot wait to play all of this. I know you said in your message, I hopefully it didn't get too dinged up. No, it all arrived perfectly. And I think you said you're from Tampa, Mike. So that is awesome. Shout out to Mike from Tampa Bay for all the Cards Against Humanity fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Also got a message from Weezy Baby, who is awesome and owns a delicious looking poke place. And now I want poke. Now I made me think about that. Thank you. He said, oh, this is <laughs> so bad. I'm not reading messages. Love, love, love the mental health episode. I'm not going to read this whole thing just in case he meant it to be personal, but um, that is awesome. And he started a podcast. Dude, let me know um, your link and your stuff that you do with your podcast. I would love to give it a shout out. So anyway, thank you for the kind words. You are always, always kind and positive. So thank you for that. We love you, Weezy. Wanted to give a shout out to Brian who uh, messaged me. I just binged all 10 episodes while working today. I drive a truck, so I'm always looking for good content to listen to. Keep them coming, girl. Great stuff. That is awesome. I cannot believe you binged all of my episodes. Like, (laughs) you deserve an award, my friend. That is very sweet of you to say thank you. And shout out to all the truckers out there. My aunt and uncle were a couple... trucker couple (laughs) they had a truck and they had their little dogs and they would uh drive trucks around everywhere and it was really awesome so uh love my truckers and thank you for the kind words you were the sweetest i really appreciate it next up we have Lindsay. sarah b love the eyeshadow i love Lindsay. she comments on my makeup all the time and says really nice things it makes me feel good see there's a positive and happy i remember that sticks with me i actually think about Lindsay every morning when i do my makeup i'm like i wonder if Lindsay will notice this new eyeshadow that i'm doing Uh, i love the podcast this uh, last one is hands on my favorite please do more dirty shows get dirty girl don't feel bad y'all okay i don't want to some of your messages i feel like are private so anyway, she gave me an example of something that happened with um, her and her husband. Very funny. Again, I don't know if you wanted this on here, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, love hearing El Teco on there with you. He has a great voice. <laughs> Thank you. I love you, girl. And uh, news about El Teco soon. In a second, I'll give you some news about him. Uh, Robbie Robbie says, I just want to drop a line and say how great the show was with your mom. I lost my mom 10 years ago to cancer. Ugh. The banter with you two made me think of the times I had with my mom. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. This episode was the first one I listened to. And, um, oh, my God, I'm really crying. Going to go back and listen to the rest. Thanks for having her on. Hope to hear more with her. That is so sweet, Robbie. Like I said on my last episode with her, that is, like, my biggest fear. And I know it's going to happen. That that sucks, right? Knowing your biggest fear is going to eventually come true. <laughs> Not like, oh, that's my biggest fear. Maybe that'll never happen. No, like, losing my mom is going to happen. And I really don't know how I'm going to deal with it when it does. So any tips <laughs> or just come hang out with me, Robbie. We can cry together when that happens. So anyway, wow, I did not expect that to make me cry. I'm emotional today. Anyway, thank you for the kind message, Robbie. I will definitely have her on again. Um, You guys are very sweet and I really appreciate it. So, woo. All right. Take a break for a second. Take a sip of this nasty Coke Zero Ultimate. Woo. Anyway. All right. Well, I am going on vacation very soon and this has been a dilemma for me. Teco or John was like, maybe you should take a month off. And I'm like, but I feel like I just started this podcast. I don't want to take a month off. So I was going to do two weeks off and I still, you know, the American hard worker in me felt like that was too much time as well, which is stupid, I guess. But uh, we will be doing one more podcast before I go on vacation. So just know um, next week I'm going to have, I think, the next two. So get ready. Um, John is going to be coming on. And John and I just saw over the weekend, well, I saw both of them. He saw one. We saw the two 
biggest movies of the year, especially the two biggest ones of the summer, and that is Oppenheimer and Barbie. So don't worry, no spoilers. <clears throat> I was going to do that one today, but I'm going to give everybody more time to see it. So I know if I saw a podcast about a movie that I wanted to see, I probably wouldn't listen to it if I hadn't seen it yet because I wouldn't want any spoilers. So <laughs> maybe in another week, everybody will be ready to listen and we'll get into that. So we'll be doing a review of the two biggest movies of the summer. And we will also be giving you some of our favorite like nerdy sci-fi horror movies for you guys to watch because we had a lot of messages saying people really liked it. A lot of people saying we should do a movie review or a movie, you know, whatever podcast together. So we're going to do that. And that'll be released probably a day early. We'll see um, next week. And then uh, it'll be um, taking a week off because we're going on vacation. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then, of course, when we come back, we'll do a big episode about our vacation and all the fun stories from that. So there you go. So, um, I feel like I did better on this podcast without an espresso. Maybe I should not caffeinate before I come and talk to you guys. We'll see. Anywho, once again, guys, you can follow me on social media. You can follow this podcast and like it and do all those things. Subscribe, like, do all of that. It helps a lot. Rate me. You know, oh, speaking of trolls, I realized somebody rated my podcast low and I, I don't know if I can even tell, but basically I went from five stars to literally 4.99 or something. It was one person that didn't rate me a five and I'm like, oh, who did? Like, why would somebody rate me bad? What did I do? Like it, this crap sticks with me, man. I, I have a problem. I need help. Anyway, you can go out there and rate it. You can get the Sarah B Show on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, as well as Apple. You can go to sarahbshow.com. That's S-A-R-A-H, the letter B, show.com. And um, get every episode on there. You can listen to all of it. You can subscribe to my email list, which I've just realized a lot of people have done. And I didn't even really know I had an email list. I don't know what it's for. I kind of want to send out a stupid email and just see if it goes to everyone, if y'all get it. This could be fun. Maybe you guys should block me. <laughs> this could be a problem once I start figuring this stuff out. Um, and you can also leave me a message or a request for a future episode, a voicemail. I see that I have some of those. I need to go figure out how to listen to those. So there you go. I have a website. It's cool. If only I knew how to use it. SarahBshow.com. Anyway, guys, that uh, movie review uh, episode will be coming next week. And uh, you know what? Screw the trolls. Screw the haters. Remember, bring some positivity into your life and other people's lives every day. Try to think about it. That's what we learned here today. All right. I love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening to The Sarah B Show. Bye.